report, Evelyn. Speak! We have sealed the gates to the city. The castle is secure, and we are closing in on the Thanorian as we speak. Yes, yes, Adima! He continues to lead the resistance. I assure you, we will have him before the day is out. I want him kneeling at my feet. After all this time, Grayskull is ours. No! Hello one and all and welcome to the Movie Review Cult Classics episode 10. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know how to oh, follow that up. Um, I don't think I can on, uh, enthusiastic about this film. <laughs> today's episode is about the 1987 movie. I was going to call it classic, but no. bearing in mind Ant's no. uh, opinion. Earlier, um, earlier he said classic, oh, that's pushing it. Calling, yeah. it. calling it a shit film's pushing it. Yeah, uh, It's Masters of the Universe. Starring uh, Dolph Lundgren, amongst others. So, don't even um, say anymore. Yeah, and a very don't young need... Courtney. Well, I say young. She doesn't look any different. No. To what she does now, Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Um, so, just to uh, run through uh, some of the, the basic information about this film, it was released it's in nineteen. 19- well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But apart from that, thank we'll, you for listening. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll struggle through. We'll struggle through. Uh, it was released in nineteen eighty-seven. Now, I've read apparently that the budget was between seventeen and twenty-two million dollars. Well, where did that go? And if if that is true, Frank Langella's makeup. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Langella. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's actually the reason to watch this film. Yeah, it, it, it was all right. He. But Frank Langella, compared to everyone else, Dolph Lundgren, Man at Arms, and all of those lot, he's the reason that you'd want to watch the <laughs> film. Great. He's not classic skeletal, though. That's the only problem. No. Um, what was that, Beast Man? <laughs> I mean, you throw that in, and you've got a winner. winner yeah. And he hasn't got a yellow face. No. It's, yeah. Although he does turn gold. Gold. Yeah, he looks like uh, the skeletal from New Adventures of He Man. Mm. Um, which wasn't particularly good. Skeletor was a, a comic character by that point. As you can tell, I am well versed in my He-Man uh, histoire. Um, <laughs> he does like his homoeroticism. Yeah, and his on, heroes wearing next to nothing. Yeah. On that note, I'm lucky I turned out the way I did uh, when <laughs> I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, this would be one awkward moment. It would indeed. <laughs> um, I mean, basically, uh, going back to to my childhood years. Um, when I was younger, uh, He-Man was the, the big cartoon that I used to watch all the time. Only ever four episodes of it, because I had two cassette tapes. <laughs> or two videotapes, I should say. Cassette tapes, completely different. Yeah. Uh, audio-based. Uh, I had two videotapes, uh, four episodes, two per tape. That was it. And uh, I think they were from actually from season two. Because mm. they did 130 episodes Christ. of the original. Yeah, but this is back in the 80s. Yeah, they, they production line. Yeah. Yeah. And the animation is by Filmation, and the animation is awful. Uh, any opportunity they had to reuse frames of animation or anything at all to save money, they did it. Much like that of very early Transformers, though. Yeah, but yeah. Transformers <laughs> wasn't as bad as Filmation. Filmation really, really... Stretch the budget thin. Thundercats, by comparison, 130 episodes for that. Animated in Japan. Fantastic. Yeah, but the Japanese, Proper anime style. The Japanese go like the clappers when it comes to animation. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't racist at all, was it? <laughs> ha, 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 ha. I draw the picture. <laughs> I draw a picture. I come to life. more Chinese. <laughs> yeah, <it wasn't> actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of an old That's sketch. That's even more offensive to the Japanese. I say, I, I say, it reminds me of an old sketch we did. It's an old sketch we wrote and never actually made. The two Chinese policemen who are actually white English men. <laughs> um, the tagline Ooh. was, "We may look Chinese, uh, we might not look Chinese, but we are." <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, it's even a bit too uh, close to the bone. <laughs> That's a little us. bit, yeah. Yeah. So uh, back to 1987. Um, the year when racism was, was allowed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the year before I was born. Indeed. Uh, the top-grossing film in 1987 was Fatal Attraction. 
mm. which apparently took uh, three hundred and twenty million dollars at the box office. Uh, how much so, did this take? Does uh, it say that? Uh, it doesn't say. <laughs> I don't think it took much. <laughs> One pound fifty. Yeah. Other films out in nineteen eighty-seven, just to give an indication of quality that year. Uh, three men and a baby. <laughs> Direct. Di- di- really, nineteen eighty-seven. Directed by Leonard Nimoy. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Spock. Uh, and uh, obviously Tom Selleck and his moustache in a, in a starring role and Ted Danson the, the chin and Steve Guten Steve I used to be good once Gutenberg <laughs> uh, whatever happened to him uh. mm, who cares um, also <laughs> out that year Lethal Weapon uh. the, the first one uh. Uh, Good Morning Vietnam uh, Bad Taste the Peter Jackson film uh, with Invading uh, Aliens his very first film um it's a bit rough around the edges, but it's quite good. Well, um, Brain Dead on, is still... It's made on like over. $6, wasn't it? Or yeah, something like that. that. They filmed it over like months as well. I think they filmed like every Sunday. Something like that, so, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's like, like a real every, part-time production. Yeah. I've never actually seen that all the way through. Continuity is really good, it, though, surprisingly. It, is that the one where like, a chap it's the pig aliens. drills through an alien but with, with a saw, but he sort of goes through the top of his head and then all the way through and then comes out through his legs at the bottom? It sounds a good chance. It probably was that, because yeah. that was the only scene I've ever really mm. seen of it. I thought... And this chap yeah. went on to make Lord of the Rings. He did. Fair enough. He did Brain Dead uh, after Bad Taste. Awesome. Brain Dead <laughs> is yeah, fantastic. I haven't seen that one. Kick ass for the Lord. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> the zombie vicar. Yeah. I know that one. Doesn't he shag his mum and yeah. they have babies? Yeah, they have a zombie baby. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Still genius. It's, it's a brilliant film. I think it's been rumoured for ages he's going to go and try and do another film like that. I'd hope so. But he's, uh, whether, whether people will let him after he's done... What do you well, mean? Whether, 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 whether his ego will will allow him to go back to doing Peter Jackson doesn't have an ego. Budget. He had it all sucked out with all the uh, the <laughs> with his fat, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, that's not to say that he had uh, liposuction. Um, for all but I know, for all I know, he had. Uh, <laughs> for all I know, he had uh, a rather healthy regime of uh, good, healthy eating and uh, exercise. All all AIDS. Yeah, yeah. And he threw loads of money at it and yeah. was cured. Yeah. Um, no, I mean AIDS in. A I D E S. Oh, uh, not not the acquired immune deficiency syndrome. No. Oh, well done, Ant. Well done. Gold stuff for I you. Actually, a fucking play about it. Of course, I should know the bloody meaning of it. Last Christ. year's rent. Um, anyway, other films out in 1987. Yeah. Uh, Dirty Dancing. Oh. oh no. Yeah. I I am gonna admit. The sways. I have, I have sat through that. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> I haven't no intention of seen it. No, I'm, uh, I've, I've never watched it again. My mum put it on telly the once, and I actually wrestled her for the remote. <laughs> I'm not watching this shit again. Was it a three count pinfall decision, um, or was it a double count out, or uh, I'm throwing wrestling terms? Was it a submission? Who won? I did. Right. <laughs> By what method? Um, poking her repeatedly in the arm until she let go, but which actually made right. a bruise in the end. Oh right. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say. I don't beat my mother. I just no poke her in the arm. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving yeah. on. Uh, also out <laughs> in 1987, Evil Dead Two. Oh. Do you know I've never seen those films? Have you not? Never watched Evil them. Dead Two. Fantastic. I, I really want to. I've never uh, seen three. Them. Uh, when you finish with my Star Trek films, uh, I will let you borrow I the Evil to, Dead. Uh, do you know I still haven't like forced myself <laughs> are you, to are watch. Are you psyching yourself up? I for really it? am. But no one will watch it with me. No. So I'll have to, not even I will no, watch it. No. Not even my dad will watch it with me. So I'm gonna I have, won't watch it no, with you and I own it. It's I'm my DVD. I'm going to go it alone or, failing yeah. that, if it gets to a point, I may just give it you back and go straight to Wrath of God. <laughs> not bother watching well, it. The thing is, it's it's a thoughtful sci-fi film. I don't want thoughtful. It's, it's Star Trek. Yeah, it's, it's Gene Roddenberry had his fingers in it at that point and then oh, someone else came in and did Wrath of Khan and it was much better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, didn't Gene Roddenberry or whatever create Star yeah. Trek? Yeah, okay, but um, yeah, <laughs> he didn't like Deep Space Nine. I love Deep Space Nine, so screw you, Roddenberry. I like Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the controversy? I just says it. I was like when I was on about earlier to happen about yeah. Dark Shadows. I don't conform to no regime. I liked Alice in Wonderland, so by, hands down. By, by that token, then, you will love Star Trek The Motion Picture. Yes, you probably will. Well, let's not push it too far now. Let's not go <laughs> over the top. Anyway, just to finish off this list, uh, 1987, Jaws The Revenge, oh, starring no. Michael Caine, where the shark follows them. <laughs> and follows then, the Brody family. Yeah. <coughs> I've seen most of the end of that. Oh yeah, it was on the telly, wasn't it? I, Michael Caine, I've got smelt that thing's breath. I've got all four of them on DVD, 
and um, much like Jaws 2 is to Jaws as Robocop 2 is to Robocop uh, Jaws 4 is to Jaws as Nightmare on Elm Street 6 is <laughs> to Nightmare on Elm Street uh, the original yeah uh, or in this case, five sequels too far. Um, so yeah. Uh, also, uh, just quickly, planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, that's a good. Film. That's very good. Uh, it's uh, Steve John Martin, Candy. John Candy. It's quite sad. And it? John, John, is it John Hughes who directed it? Maybe. He's the chap who did like Breakfast Club, yeah. um, Uncle Buck, all of those sort of things. Those, uh, those sort of heartfelt sort of eighties films that are sort of bordering between comedy and emotional yeah. uh, drama. Sort it of. It is very sad They're, at the end. Yeah, it's it's good though. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's, it's yeah. got a nice uh, nice resolution. Yeah. Um, also out that yeah, RoboCop. Yeah, yeah I watched that today. Oh, yeah, <laughs> one of our uh, former. Uh, I've still never seen that. Former classics. Have you not? Oh, no. We watched. I well, know we didn't watch oh, RoboCop. We did it as a. It's cool on classic. Netflix. Go home, watch it. Oh, yeah. Okay. We yeah. are we are now apparently officially subscribed to that now, so I have no excuse. Yes, uh, I am officially subscribed to it. I will yes. be cancelling my one After month, a month trial yeah. subscription and never going back to it. Just watch what you can. That's what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just cram it in just every hour of every single day. Well, Maybe a bit difficult with my download limit, but yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, out that yeah, the Running Man. Cool. With Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Superman Four: oh, The Quest oh, for Peace. Oh, uh, that's so. one film series I've never touched. I've never even watched any of Smallville either. Never watched no. a single Superman. Superman One and Two, fine. Superman Three and Four, oh no! Is what Superman, Superman Four? Is that got? Is it Richard, Richard Pryor? Pryor? I think is in Three. Oh, okay, I haven't uh, seen Four. Then. Is like the straight to TV. I haven't seen. Terrible monstrosity. Yes. What was Returns? He was doing like? it just for the the pay at that point. What so was Returns like? Uh, Superman Returns. Uh, it got right. thoughtful. Thoughtful. <laughs> it was thoughtful and. Um, it was all right. Why was it thoughtful? It was uh, pandering too much to the original two films. Oh okay. Uh, it, it was, was trying right. too much to be a Richard Donner film, but uh, it's uh, Brian Singer directed it, didn't he? Uh, probably also yeah, I think Kevin so, Spacey yeah. was in it and yeah. it was bold and it yeah. confused me. when is Kevin Spacey not bold? and then the ground moved at the end and I was like nah yeah. <laughs> the best sequence in that was the plane crash at the start <laughs> and then it's all, all and then it's all one big yeah. plane all crash all ironically one yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we are so Man of Steel will be I'll watch that one because Christopher Nolan I, I still think that, so. as we were, dis- were discussing the, the other week Man of Steel will be two hours of Superman <laughs> slowly <laughs> flying towards the camera and then the end credits will roll and that'll be the film yeah. Yeah. and then Zod will pop up and go hello <laughs> and that'll be it yeah uh, anyway, uh, the plot for this is how much we like Masters of the Universe, isn't it? Talk about every other film, yeah. but oh, don't yeah. forget we got the stoked factor at the end. The stoked factor. That's, I think that's what we called it. The overall score. Oh yeah, the rating on a scale of one to ten. That um, all three of us combined. To yes, we'll, we'll, we'll do the stoke factor at yeah. the end. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember if that's what we did call it. Come up well, with a better name, if you will, because the stoke factor. I'll, I'll stick with shit. stoke factor. It's, oh, okay. It's. Uh, can we get the bloke who does uh, voiceovers on X-Men? Oh, are you ready to face the music? <laughs> it's time for your Stoat Factor. It's what? The Factor. This is the Stoat Factor. <laughs> I'm he sure he, he did voiceover. <laughs> he did voiceover <laughs> for Bang Bang, didn't he? Bang Bang Reason Mortimer. Yeah, I remember so. yeah. Oh, Mulligan and O'Hare. <laughs> Titty Biscuits. <laughs> house on fire. <laughs> Terrorist house. <Where>? Sick up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dustbuster. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Jeremy Paxman versus Mulligan and O'Hare. Brilliant. Just like that, that's the way it is. Nah. <laughs> it's like that, that's the way it bloody is. You'll <laughs> <laughs> um, have to show me some of these. Uh, I've got, we've got the DVD, we'll have to do another marathon of it because remember when we did it over at, over at Dan's? Yeah. And we just. Stitched. I think we died that. Uh, we, were, we were eating curry at the same time. Oh. <laughs> a bad combo. Yeah. Nothing yeah. I, no, I just died horribly. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to do a marathon of that. Anyway, uh, Masters of the Universe. The plot. Is there one? Well, it's apparently, I've got three bad IMDb reviews. Oh, okay, go on then. So as is the norm. These ones are uh, usually entertaining. These, this, these will probably be better than the film yes, itself. That's a good chance. <laughs> so um, this is from Anthony Pereira. Uh, you can all these are available uh, at the time of going. I'm going to guess where. by his surname. He's probably not English. No. Or American. Uh, sounds a good chance. <laughs> It's Pereira with P E R E Y R A. 
as opposed to P E R E I R A. Yeah. So it's probably there we go. South African. Yeah. Or so so South, um, South American. South American. It could be South African. Yeah. Butter techniques. With some butter techniques <laughs> and some uh, some prawns popping. <laughs> <laughs> That's your gag, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just like the idea of prawns fucking in a South African accent. And every time you say it, I just see like the little shrimps just go... <laughs> Funny. Oh, anyway, uh, so, um, via IMDB, Anthony Pereira says, The world of Eternia, in the aftermath of Skeletor's war on Castle Greyskull, which he has won after seizing Greyskull and the surrounding city using a cosmic key developed by the Thanorian locksmith Gwildor... Full stop. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the sorceress is now Skeletor's prisoner and he begins to drain her life force as he waits for the moon of Eternia to align with the great eye of the universe that will bestow godlike power upon him Full stop. <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's, that's all he's done that's his summary uh, on to the next one this he one's a bit longer he lost interest after yeah. that oh, I can't be bothered <laughs> there's more of the film oh do you know what fuck it I watched this bit and then they went through a portal and I thought that was it <laughs> oh, was I watched this bit I went for a poo which was far <laughs> more entertaining came back and the film had finished <laughs> if only yeah, um, so Daniel Williamson uh, posted this one uh, on the planet Eternia there's punctuation in this wow. oh, right. on the planet Eternia the evil Skeletor and his army of darkness have taken over Castle Greyskull, the mysterious castle, and imprisoned the sorceress of Greyskull. And Skeletor has begun draining the sorceress of Greyskull's powers as he bids to claim the powers of Greyskull and become master of the universe. <laughs> Greyskull. Powers. Sorceress. So I'm listening to one of my um, reviews. Yeah, this the game, game. The game. game. Greyskull. <laughs> uh, you ride around on horseback killing Colossus. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that hasn't gone live yet, so... You... Oh, I'm ruining it. <laughs> yeah. We had to re-record that anyway, yeah. so... We do say that on the podcast, that's yeah. fine. Mighty warrior He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe, and his companions, loyal soldier Man-at-Arms, his daughter Teela, and a dwarf inventor named Gwildor, accidentally finds themselves on Earth. What? They accidentally finds themselves on Earth. <laughs> I thought you might have misread that then, no, but no. No, no, oh, no. okay. By Gwildor's creation, the Cosmic Key, in capital letters... Uh, uh, TCK yeah. in capital, a device that can open portals that lead to any part of the galaxy, which Skeletor requires in his goal for universal conquest. But when the when the Comzik key, uh, obviously a typo, <laughs> is taken in possession by Julie Winston and her boyfriend Kevin, uh, Tom Paris from Star Trek Voyager, <laughs> both unaware Earth is about to become a battleground. Well, they say Earth, it's more like uh, a high school gym yeah. and, and a, a, a dark, empty street yeah. that no one sees. It's kind of like how Back to the Future would be if it was made on even less of a budget. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's about to become a battleground. It's the same actor as the bowl chap. <laughs> Slackers. As Skeletor and his mercenaries arrive on Earth, as they go in pursuit of He-Man and his companions, who are searching with the cosmic key so they can return to Eternia and defeat Skeletor. I'm going to blow my nose. Oh, my nose that's good. On that note, I'm going to jump out the window. <laughs> There's one more of these to go, yeah. Oh, we're not done yet. No, that was, uh, make, make that was a, a very, very long yeah. that was, uh, synopsis. Yeah, uh, It didn't really tell us anything, no, I don't think. No, So the police uh, are here to talk about something like a notice. Make them a cup of tea, Stephanie. <laughs> out the window. For anyone that doesn't get that, IT crowd, yeah. watch it. Um, and finally, Robert Lynch. Um... The once beautiful planet Eternia lies devastated. He's gone for the dramatic. Whoa. I wouldn't say devastated. It looked like a desert anyway. No, I was going to yeah. say. That wasn't um, it was a great it, deal it's there. deserted. Desert. <laughs> 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 uh, a victim of the demonic Skeletor. We'll come back to that point later. You know, the people that Skeletor's captured. The, uh, we, he gives, oh, yeah. gives a speech to them. Yeah. And then later yeah. on, they're still there. Uh, a victim... <laughs> A victim of the demonic Skeletor and his vile minions. Momentarily vanquished, Eternian hero He-Man and his forces of good escape to a land of... Horses of good. Horses. uh, Horses. 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 I lost my point. Uh, And his forces of good escape to a land of strange creatures and customs. (laughs) The next battlefront in the quest to become masters of the universe. Wow. Who awaits the beckon of Skeletor's cadaverous finger? Oh, that's a finger. Uh, that's a word, even. Evil Lynn, Meg Foster, the Air Centurions, and the ghastly foursome of Beast Man, <laughs> Saurod. It's, Saur- it's almost Sauron. Uh, he's just a giant eye. Blade and Karg, and assisting He Man, 
Teela, Man at Arms, Puckish Gwildor, Billy Barty, <laughs> full stop, <laughs> and two small town America kids who stumble across the lost cosmic key and share an adventure beyond their wildest dreams. Oh, and they fall in love. Oh. And then her parents come back from the dead. Spoilers! <laughs> After no. she gets shot in the leg! Yeah. So... <laughs> So that's the plot, essentially. Yeah, you, you need not ever watch it now. No, uh, it'd probably be best if you don't. I don't even think you can buy it on DVD in Region 2 probably, anyway. Probably for the best. When I bought it, it had already been deleted. I went to one of those discount DVD shops, you know, where they have like warehouse clearance stock. It's like four quid, I'll have that. Why not? <laughs> I remember this being quite... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I will it's it's like when I bought the Power Rangers movie and went, oh, yeah, I remember this being Ace when I was young. It still is. Yeah, I suppose in its own little way, it's still Ace. Yeah. The Turbo Car one. No, 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 no. That was on the level of He-Man. Yeah. Master of the Universe, even sorry. Yeah, don't don't slur original He-Man. No, sorry. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. He'll strip down to his pants and he'll come and beat you up. His furry pants. He has a boner. Yes. No, he has the power. Oh, right. <laughs> Nearly. Foo, I have the power! <laughs> so, uh, cast and director notes. Uh, the director is Gary Goddard. He only ever directed three animated shorts after this. This was his feature film debut as a director, and he only ever did animated shorts. And then he died uh, a lonely... Well, no, he's still alive, I think. Uh, <laughs> like Edward. <laughs> yeah. um, also, um, in the cast, uh, Dolph Lundgren as He-Man. Uh, quite an early role for him, um, barely understandable, uh, as we'll see from the audio clips that we'll play in a bit. Uh, but he also starred in Universal Soldier, Rocky IV, The Expendables, and far too many B movies to to even mention. The, the most recent one that comes to mind is um, In the Name of the King Two. Ah, the Uwe Boll uh, film, which yeah. is so awful. I would not even have it on my hard drive if I wasn't a Uwe Boll. Nut. Freak and wanted to watch all of his terrible films again. And he'll probably want to punch you for that if you heard I, this. I, I don't give a the, fuck. The I'll only, take him on again. The only one of his <laughs> again. <laughs> what happened the first time? The only one of his <laughs> balls films <laughs> I would want to watch again is probably the first in the name of the king. No, I don't know why. They're Has just he done one about like Auschwitz? Yeah, yeah. So it's more of a documentary type yeah. thing. I did manage to find a version of it. Right. Um, which I then got rid of. Had, but it was in Swedish. You know, it was in right. German, but dubbed in Swedish. Right, okay. <laughs> so, that, so they were talking in German whilst being dubbed over in Swedish. Oh, it probably would have made more sense for you to uh, watch it, was it in German. Very difficult probably. to try and. Uh... Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. Fair enough. Also in the cast, Frank Langella or Langella, I don't know how you pronounce it. Langella. I say Langella because I don't want him to sound like Bongella. <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh, he uh, was, uh, I think, Perry Lane in Superman Returns. He was the head of the, the newspaper. Uh, he Funny was, we should mention that earlier. Yeah. He was the voice of Archer in Small Soldiers, uh, the little uh, uh, the dog-faced uh, alien yeah. creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was also in Cutthroat Island with Gina Gums-to-Teeth oh. Ratio Davis. I haven't seen that. That was another flop, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I have not seen it recently. I've seen it when I was young. I have seen it, but I haven't yeah. not for a Yeah, I don't think I want to. I think I would because I like morbidly bad films. <laughs> There's something fascinating about them. Mm. Yeah. Did you see um, them watching it? That reminds me, I went to a car boot sale on Sunday and I spotted in the one stall's DVD collection not only Alone in the Dark, Alone in the Dark 2. I didn't even know a physical version of that existed. So like, did you buy it? Oh, fuck off, did I buy it? <laughs> I'm not wasting, not even for 50p was it worth on that. I, was like, no. I bet they were charging two quid. No, they were. Oh, about, it 50p? I think it was about fifty p. Uh, I would have like, bought it. I really no. <laughs> you can't help yourself. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want. I've bought it now. Oh, oh. It's, it's bad enough knowing that my next door neighbour owns the film. Because when uh. I was dog sitting for him, I went and raided their DVD collection. There it was, gurning at me. <laughs> you dog sat, and did did they come back and find their DVD collection purloined? Um, no, I no, returned them all. All right, eventually. Yeah, <laughs> you do them a favour and break alone in the dark in half. I was tempted. <laughs> I mean, even the fact that Nightwish did a, had their music video directed by him, they had all the footage from the film taken out, yeah. and they were tempted to redo the video because they knew that he directed it. Oh dear. Uh, also in the film, Meg Foster uh, played Evil Lynn. Uh, those those eyes of her 
uh, of hers are, are genuine, apparently. Really? Those sort of grey, bluey eyes, they're not contact lenses at all. Uh, so the only things... Wrong with her eyes? she been stabbed in the eyes? No, just naturally grey eyes. It's a bit like looking into the, the looking deeply into the eyes of Martin Kemp of Spandau Ballet. Mm, he's very, very, very blue. I would yeah. rather not. His piercing eyes, <laughs> especially when he's singing, a, uh, playing a ballad at you. Mm. Tony Hadley would be singing it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Meg Foster. She uh, her main big credit, as far as I can tell, is They Live, starring Roddy Piper and Keith. Is it Keith David? I don't know. Uh, he was in The Thing. Uh, he's the one of the two survivors at the end of The oh, Thing. Oh yeah, the black guy. Yeah. I don't want to call him that, but yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know who. I don't, who yeah, I think, only, I think his name's Keith that. David. Yeah. Um, so he's in They Live. Uh, so is Meg Foster. Um, apart from that, she's done lots of science fiction television, and uh, she also did three episodes of Quantum Leap. Mm. So yeah. I think she may have been the either the evil Leaper, or uh, the evil Leaper's version of Al. Right. I can't remember exactly. I think she may have been uh, evil Al. But there we As go. As opposed to evil Lim. Yeah. No. Oh, very droll, very droll. <laughs> uh, also, Courtney Cox in an uh, early film role. Um, since doing this film, she starred in Friends, obviously. Uh, she was also in the first Ace Ventura film. That's a film. Uh, which I think we should add to the list. Yeah, we've got it. And uh, the Scream uh, series, which I've she never won. seen. You I think she's seen all four. I've never seen any anyone. No, I'm really first I've seen bits of three. I've seen all three of them. I've seen the start of one. But and I've seen, seen it spoofed four. in Scary Movie. <laughs> That's the most I've seen it. It's spooked yeah. and scary movie. I've never seen so any. So you of haven't them. seen it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But said the, the most, most I've seen of it is the spoofed bits. Uh, yeah. No, That's not seeing it, but yeah. Yeah. No. I know. I, I know what he's saying. I'm, 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 I'm being. A You're being pedantic. pedantic. Yes. There's, there's always time for pedantry. Yeah. Continue. Um, also, uh, Robert Duncan McNeil, uh, he, uh, his most notable credit, as far as I can see, is uh, one episode of Quantum Leap. Uh, there's there's a connection what there. Uh, Star Trek Voyager, uh, where he played Tom Paris for seven seasons, mm-hmm. and he's also uh, a producer and director on Chuck, which has recently finished. Which one was? He was Sorry, Kevin. No, 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 no. In Voyager, who was he this? was the en- um, helmsman. Friends with Harry Kim. I haven't watched Voyager. And you say years. you 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 like Voyager? I haven't and watched it in like forever. <laughs> I used to watch it loads when I was little, but I haven't seen it on telly. Yeah, you know, he got time. excited the other day because yeah. he said that the Voyager ship lands on planets. Yeah. Yes. I was yeah. like, oh, because we were on about, I was saying, could Battlestar land on uh, planets? And uh, and then I said, no, Voyager could. Voyager could, but That's Voyager all, needed every gimmick it could manage. Oh, wow. <laughs> it only had a lady captain for a yeah. start. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, amazed they landed Ryan. it. So there you go. It did have Jerry Ryan. Eventually, she was like season four, I think. I don't see what everyone's End of three Voyager. Season four. It was Voyager, uh, I'll put it this way Battlestar Galactica got right what Voyager got horribly wrong. Yeah. Uh, ongoing storyline, uh, lost, no resources, all of that. It should be political intrigue, uh, lots of infighting, arguments, trying to get home, and essentially Voyager hit the reset button at the end of every episode. Yeah, it did really. None more so in Year of Hell, parts one and two where Voyager undergoes a year of being attacked by this alien race and they're changing time and it affects Voyager and they get damaged and everything. And in the end, they hit the reset button and it all goes back to how it was at the start of the year. If they'd have done that, I've, I've seen this reviewed online as well and I agree, is that if they'd have done that for an entire season, mm. the year in hell, then that would have been fantastic. But as the, as it was, they did it as a boring, boring two-parter. I mean, they did try and do something similar to that with Enterprise, with season three of Enterprise, and that kind of worked, but it's too little too late at that point. Mm. But ironically enough, Enterprise actually worked. They had an ongoing storyline. It you know, moved along at a, a nice pace, um, and then Voyager was uh, just terrible. <laughs> it killed the Borg completely. It didn't kill them off, but the Borg used to be quite... Um, a threatening adversary. Star Trek First Contact, quite violent, uh, quite uh, an unpleasant foe. In ne- uh, Next Generation, again, every time the Borg came up, you thought people were going to die. Picard was actually assimilated in Next Gen. That was a cliffhanger and a half. Oh, was. I've seen that one, actually. Yeah. And um, so that happened in Next Gen. Voyager, the Borg are in it, they're villain of the week, and it's like, oh, yeah, we just blow them up now. Okay. You're ruining what I used to think was quite a good series. You watch for me. it through, and if if you actually still like it after you watched all seven seasons, and go, uh, 
then you'll probably be on a par with with my opinion of it. Yeah. It's in isolation. It's very good. Yeah. If you watch a couple of episodes, you're not expecting an ongoing story like the A Team. There isn't an ongoing story there. Mm. It's it's just like, yep, this is the setup. These people are in trouble. The A team will have a montage. They'll save the day. The end. Yeah, you know, same with Night Rider as well. Yeah, Night Rider. Um, very much so. <coughs> so you get all of that. You watch a couple of episodes. You find you think, oh, that's quite good, and you move on. If you want something which should have an ongoing storyline, I'm probably better sticking with Bla- yeah, uh, Bla- Black Black Star. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, the the black exploitation version of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> That's enough. Impossible to see in space. I don't know why I've said that. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the end. I would say we're going to be taking off the air, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that was so funny. Ant nearly soiled himself. I hope you're happy. Uh, uh, <laughs> Okay. Right, um, just to finish off, uh, before we, uh, before we, people just, oh, disgusting, switch off. Um, also starred James Tolkien. Uh, are you done, Ant? Are you done? Do you want me to give you a minute? Do you want me to give you a minute, Ant? Do you want me to give you a minute? Oh, 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 oh. No, no. James Tolkien is. He is oh. a slacker. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Strickland from the Back to the Future <laughs> 1, 2, and 3. Um, so I actually forgot who he was and oh, that he was in it. He had a name about yeah. Mr. Strickland. <laughs> Mr. Strickland. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's Mr. Strickland. I think uh, the Back to the Future trilogy actually painted him out to be a better actor than this film did. Mm. This film, awful. Uh, so he's in Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3 as Mr. Strickland. Uh, he's in Top Gun. Don't know what because I've never seen it. And he's also he? in Dick, Dick Tracy. Is he dead? I don't think so. No, I think we looked this up, didn't we? I think he's still going. Yeah, he's still still ticking along. Uh, and that. I can't remember. Well, I've seen that. I've, I've, not in a very long time. But I've only ever seen the scene where Tom Cruise gets to kiss a, another woman's jubilees, and the bit where Goose dies, and that's it. Uh, and that very tragic. That's blatantly a model spinning towards the camera a bit. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's play some clips. This uh, is uh, the first uh, clip we've got. This is uh, I think Skeletor. Um... What's the one? At the top? Oh no. Th- that's the intro for the the podcast. We've oh, already heard right, that yeah, one. No, yeah. that one <laughs> I've already played that one. <laughs> He-Man, thank the sorceress you're alive. I've been looking for you. Uh. Grace Scott. it was terrible. How many units are left? Not many. All of us were scattered. Suddenly, they were everywhere. Chaos. Someone betrayed us. <laughs> It's all right. Help! So, um, essentially, I mean, this is the introduction to him, and he's just had a big sword fight as well. And uh, he, the sword is too big. Mm. It's too big. He can barely hold it. That's why he's shooting guns all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like He-Man doesn't shoot guns. He waves his sword about. <laughs> so, um, next clip. Uh, this is uh, He-Man uh, encounter. Oh, you're wasting no time. Well, we we discussed this last week. We play them all. Together. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember not, we had this discussion? Probably not. I've, 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 I've drank. <laughs> I, I said, I said the audio clips you all play together, and you went, "Oh yeah." I've drank and slept since then, yeah. so I can't remember. So, ju- just to so you know, Ant, we'll be playing all of the audio clips together, talking Ace. about them a bit, and then going on to the trivia. Smashing. Okay? Are, you, are you up to speed? I'm up to speed. Up to speed. Okay. Do I have to remind you every week? Probably. But okay. Carry on. <laughs> right. So uh, yeah, this is. Um, uh, it's me that you want. Everything comes to he who waits. And I have waited so very long for this moment. Let her go. I don't think so. No. While she remains imprisoned within this field, her powers increase my own. And when the moon reaches its zenith, the Great Eye will open, and all the powers of Grayskull will be bestowed upon me! Your wondrous sorceress will die! You dare threaten her life? I dare anything! I am Skeletor! Throw down your weapons, and pledge yourself to me, or you will join her! It's not her you want, it's me. It's always been between us. Silence! 
It's the locksmith. The little worm has another key! Yeah, um, it's, it's me that you want. Yeah. Come on, Bennett. I know, all I could think for that entire exchange was commando. Yeah. <laughs> that's the reason why I caught it. It was like, oh, that's that same uh, Bennett and Matrix in commando. Yeah. It's unreal. Um, one thing I, I do find funny about that, that is just entirely exposition, that. It's just like, this is the setup. So Skeletor needs uh, her power, so the, the, the eye thing will open. <clears> and that's his whole reason for being here. We spent all this money on this set. Let's get some use out of it. <laughs> um, so I, I can't really uh, say anything more than that. It's just it. Uh, it sounds a bit like uh, Commando. So uh, this next clip, uh, take her alive. Listen, you kids can't just come in. Don't hit him yet. Yeah, um, essentially Power Rangers that, featuring yeah, the terrible like four. Shitty, shitty, shitty episode of Power Rangers, and the original series of Power Rangers wasn't exactly high quality, now, was it? No, but I mean, the, the thing I love about that as well, you've got Beast Man who doesn't say anything, and every time he runs, he, he, he I, I'm going to have to put it in ant terms, he runs like he's a bit special. <laughs> no, 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 no. If it was in my terms, he runs like he's a bit of a spastic. Yeah, sorry, well, yeah. I have to uh, try and clean it up a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, one, no one can clean my act. No. Well, my I'm truly soiled beyond all sorts of I have to make it. an effort. Um, so, yeah, I, I just find the costumes as well are stupid as well. They, they look so it's, cheap. It's typical 80s sci fi. Yeah. Because that's basically. Flash Gordon looks pretty similar. Flash Gordon looks quite good, though, because it's not set on a street mm. at night on Earth. One thing I will give him kudos for is the, the I don't know the, the bird. <laughs> you don't know what you're giving kudos for. <laughs> the the bird, uh, she was quite nice and she had nice boobs and a nice ass. Which one? Uh, the one in the grey. What Teela? Yeah. Okay, I don't know who she is, but yeah, okay. Teela. Yeah. Uh, Man at Arms' daughter, the one who went. Uh, oh, uh, the one who had the orgasm. Yeah. And then she. Um, came. She was quite nice, so. Pyro. She, oh! she must be in her fifties now. Probably. She's probably still got quite a nice arms. Probably not. I don't know. Madonna's looking good for her age. Madonna looks like a man. I take that back. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go that far. I would. Oh. Actually, she looked these days. There was an uh, an image up recently that combined her with the Mad Hatter from uh, Alice in Wonderland, what, the, the Johnny one? Depp one. <laughs> uh, it sort of like showed the two faces. I'll see if I can find the image later. But, uh, so next clip. Uh, this is Julie. What happened to Julie? She's about five foot five. She's got short, dark hair. She was wearing a pink sweater. Look, is that what you're gonna do? You're gonna, you're gonna write? I mean, why aren't you out doing something, huh? All right, I'll do something. I'll take you for a little ride. Let's go. Oh, great. What are you doing? Huh? You're arresting me? Oh, we're gonna go look for your girlfriend, just like you said. We'll try her house first. I bet you know where that is. Julie. <laughs> um. So Tom Paris, slacker. Yes. But the thing is, as well. What I hate about this film, that that guy, I mean, plays Strickland in Back to the Future. What I hate about this film is everything. The beginning. <laughs> yeah. um, but the guy who played Strickland in Back to the Future, he actually sounds terrible in this. It's like, he, he was just like, oh, okay, these are your lines. Oh, what am I doing? Oh, 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 oh we're going to go see your girlfriend, Julie! <laughs> um, so, <laughs> it just doesn't give him any, any scope at all. You can sort of tell I mean the, the only thing I, I, I did like was the special effects some of them not all of them 
Uh, some of the bits with um, yeah, the, the, the Air Centurions. Oh, just, it, it's in a cheesy way. It's like 70s Battlestar Galactica. I've never seen that. It's like watching something like that. It's I've only ever seen like the intro sequence of that, and that was enough to make me go, I'll stick with the recent one. Yeah. Right, this next clip, uh, I've labelled it, You Built a Time Machine. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. This is Ant's favourite clip, so. <laughs> this made me laugh. So what what I find quite funny about that as well is essentially it's basically it, a DeLorean. It, they isn't just it? watched Back to the Future and went, oh, oh we'll, we'll do that. Robbed the sound of the it DeLorean. Won't, it won't travel in time, but it will clean up the uh, the atmosphere. Yeah, that's uh, always a good thing. I mean, basically for that scene as well. And it's driven by some little goblin. Gwildor, the Orco wannabe. That's one thing I I said earlier as well. I hate it when sci-fi films do stereotypical. What's your name? Eldor of Bildor. Elrond of the No, you have like, we'll have like door at the end. Or Mr. Or Anderson. Like, fucking idiot. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, I just love the fact that they, they steal, uh, basically steal a car. <laughs> Gwildor converts it to look like, acts like a DeLorean with all the, the bells and whistles. <laughs> the fucking, those are the yeah. shitty little thrusters on the back. It even seemed to have a flux capacitor. <laughs> it did look yeah. that way, didn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah, even though it ran on neutrinos, it still sounded like it had a V8. Yeah. <laughs> <It's just laughs> um, so uh, this next clip I've labelled "Gay for He-Man." <laughs> Evil Lynn, skeletal demands a report. I have the key, my lord. The natives are fools, weak and easily controlled. They are. And He-Man. He has eluded us. That would be all. Yeah. The greatest gay love hey, story. He, he doesn't want to know. <laughs> doesn't want to know anything else. And he man. That would be all. Uh, <laughs> says a lot. Um, <laughs> I mean, at this stage as well, uh, the villains, they either sound like Darth Vader or well-spoken Englishmen. They look like Darth Vader yeah. from behind as well. Some of them sound like him as well. Yeah. There's one clip that we played earlier and it was like, Darth? Oh, yeah. Lord I Vader? Um, so he, he could easily take on Skeletor. Yeah. Well, one ass. one thing I, I find really funny about this film as well is the 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 effects and the the fights. They're all very classic eighties sci fi action uh, fantasy fare. There's no sort of real menace to them. They're all sort of like close ups of Dolph Lundgren's chest and his that his was man nipples. A, a shot earlier on that was just like far like establishing them, and then it was just a close up of his man tits, and then yeah. it went back again. It's like, yeah, oh, 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 that was oh. the action shot. Yeah, uh, he was then, moving around, and it's like in slow motion, you know, with the Dreamweaver music yeah. from way too <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think I recall. You don't know. We're no. not going to go back. It's right at the no. beginning of the film no, when uh, Gwildor's no, uh, rescued. No, don't, don't make me watch it again. I'm, I'm not going to make you watch anything. You. No, um, fine. you made me watch it in the first bloody place. <laughs> yeah, because you've said I've never watched that. Oh, well, oh well, probably for good reason. Yeah, <laughs> but this this is coming from the person who watches Uwe Boll films. Yeah, and him. Can't just, can't just See, there's, there's bad, and then there's just sort of cheese. I like Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care, you like no, it. No, I don't give a shit, I hated this. <laughs> well, you're not in the minority on that no, one. No, that's, that's good for once. <laughs> just for a change. Um, and the, the other thing as well, I mean, if, if the budget was 17 to 20-something-odd million dollars... Where did it go? Where did it go? Because, I mean, <laughs> the, the only sets for Eternia, there's a... There's a uh, Door's little cave, which is easy enough to build. That's mm-hmm. a very small contained set. You've got Castle Grayskull, which looks all shiny. It doesn't look anything like a Castle Grayskull should look inside, at least. I don't. You don't even get a good. Like you don't even get a good shot of uh, outside. It's daft. Um, and uh, you've also got. Um, I think they spent 
almost all of it. Yeah. Burning all that uh, stuff in the music <laughs> shop. Yeah. 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 Uh, they spent all the money buying all that equipment to then burn it. That's yeah. That sounds a good like. chance. I'll um, go with that. I thought um, just the burning bit. So, uh, next clip. Yeah, I take that back. Next clip. Well said, He-Man. He-Man, no! Tila, I have no choice. This is our fight. I don't want innocent people to die. Well said, He-Man. Oh, noble. <laughs> what? <laughs> well said, He-Man. I, I, I don't know what he said. What, what he really should have said is... <laughs> I don't, well, no, the script said, well said, He Man. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> I don't want these people to die. Huh? Yeah, I, I only know what you're on about because I've read this. I, I think the only reason he was cast is because he was blonde and quite buff. muscular. Yeah. Blonde that's, and buff, yeah. Yeah. That is it. In much the same way that Arnie was cast in. Uh, Anything. In, yeah. And the Terminator. Because he was buff. Yeah. And they needed a buff. Man. That's it. An 80s action. Doesn't movie. matter if he can act, but I think by comparison, Arnie's very good at acting. Yeah. At this stage, anyway, Dolph Lundgren was fantastic in The Expendables. I thought he did a really good job for yeah. him. I haven't seen that yet. I really want yeah. to watch that. He was alright. Yeah. The Expendables yeah. 2's out soon, isn't it? Yep. Arnie's Someone died Arnie's on the set. Back of that in one. Here. Yeah. Really? And Bruce Willis, yeah. Yeah, Stuntman died. Well, I don't know. And um, in the first one, apparently, Steve Austin nearly lost his leg <laughs> for a mistimed bit of pyro. Oh, mistimed bit of pyro. <laughs> you the broads bobbing. Anyway, um, and the final clip, um, obviously the whole film has been building up to this. And uh, I'll s s uh, share my thoughts on this in a, a few seconds. Yo! You will no longer stand between me and my destiny. But I will. I told you it was always between us. Oh, I ache to smash you out of existence. To drive your cursed face from my memory forever! <laughs> yes! Let this be our final battle! That just sounds like... Nah, 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 nah. Loud noises! Yeah, that's all it sounds like. I have no idea yeah. what either of them I, I said. I think they were talking smack, and then He-Man said, enough talk. Talking smack. Yeah. <laughs> as in the drug or No, no, as in as smack, in talk. smack talk. Oh, oh right, yeah. Smack talk. Come on, get with the game, yeah. Anthony. Of course. And, um so yeah, I think they were, they were smack talking and then uh, He Man says, Enough talk and then Skeletor goes, Yes <laughs> it, but and what he actually came out as What I will say about that is that we've take it, it takes it's nearly an hour and a half to get to that point where he says I have the power. I think the film, if I was going to write this, I would have He-Man and Skeletor fight at the very beginning. Uh, Skeletor is attacking Castle Grayskull. He-Man and his forces, they're reduced to like Man-at-Arms Teela and whoever's left. Maybe uh, Fisto uh, <laughs> with his massive fist. Um, and um, the one who looks like a bumblebee. I can't remember his name. But anyway... Um, was Man-at-Arms in the original? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, I think if, if they had the fight at the beginning and uh, it was more based on the cartoon than the toys, uh, then you know you have the fight with He-Man and Skeletor. Skeletor defeats He-Man because he's got this mystical power. Um, and then He-Man spends the rest of the film recouping his power, going through Eternia and meeting all this wonderful cast of characters and everything. And then eventually Skeletor's sort of like on this trail and then they have a final fight at the end. Uh, as uh, He-Man returns. Yeah, a bit like The Lion King. Mm. The Lion King, yeah. but with He-Man. <laughs> Why didn't I just say that at the start? Yeah. yeah. The Lion King, but with He-Man. Oh, I could have said Hamlet. Yeah. But with But I, I I, prefer to say The Lion King. Yeah, they just seem um, a bit more family-friendly. So, yeah. Why don't you write it as a, and maybe do it as a fan film? When you know how to do Who, we, who do we know who's likely to get down to their pants and play He-Man? I'll do. For a large fee. <laughs> For Frere. <laughs> Who do we know who will do it yeah. for Freya? Um, who will actually look good as He-Man? I'm not blonde, so... Yeah. No, neither am I. Don't look at me. You've already played He-Man once. Yes. Did I? Have you? What? Yeah. Or were you Adam just Prince of Eternia? Uh, I, I could have been Adam Prince of Eternia. I yes, remember. I remember. <laughs> I used to have a Thundercat sword anyway. 
Um, I was younger. Without my but magic sword. No, 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 no. You can get your magic no, sword no. out when you get out. Yeah. Go on. And you, bug off. Yeah. I'm Adam, Prince of Britannia, and keeper of the keys of the Castle Grayskull. Oh, I don't know. Right here's a fan film, and then say, does anyone... Does anyone want to make it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does anyone want to do this? No, I... The Lion King with He-Man. They've done it already in The Lion King. Who needs to see a He-Man film that does that? Um, quite frankly. But I, anyway, I, I think that would be uh, a better film. Uh, don't cast Dolph Lundgren. Cast someone with acting chops. To be honest, who watch, is buff? Watching a lump of shit decay over a long period of time would be better than watching this film. To be honest, yeah. I won't. I won't disagree with you. No. Uh, so trivia. <laughs> Uh, after the credits, Skeletor's head pops up from the lake and says, I'll be back, because th- there is an Alan Rickman moment. Uh, and there is an Alan Rickman moment. I see, I read that, and made every... you all watch to the end of the yeah. credits. You then skipped it, so you had to watch it all again. Well, we didn't have to watch it, we sped and, through it. And uh, Yeah, but you went too far, didn't you? We I went too far initially. And you yeah. go back through it all again. It's like literally two seconds. Like, <laughs> I'll be back, gone. Yeah, done. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'll be back. Hardly <laughs> like a, a Marvel uh, end of credit series, nah. really, was it? So, um, he says, I'll be back, which sets the stage for a sequel that was never made. Oh. I think we can count ourselves lucky. <laughs> However, a script for a Masters of the Universe sequel was written, much like there was a Commando 2, mm. which is surprisingly good from what I'd read of it. Yeah. I need to finish reading it. I read the, like, the first 20 pages, and basically um, General Kirby gets um, completely off point, but General Kirby gets uh, Matrix back to train some new recruits. Right. And uh, they there's this really stupid intro sequence where Matrix like jumps in this barrel, rolls down steps uh, in this in the barrel, um, <laughs> does all this other stuff, and pops up behind them and knocks them out and stuff. It's brilliant. Um, so yeah, a script for a Masters of the Universe sequel was written, only to be rewritten and become the script for the Jean Claude Van Damme movie Cyborg. So oh. never seen it, but there we go. Dolph Lundgren does all his own stunts in this film. Wow, that's nice. Uh, the original idea was to have the film set on Eternia throughout and be much more faithful to the cartoon, which would have been so much better. Yeah. Uh, but since the first draft of the, uh, the script was written to have it set on Earth and reduce the map sets and strange characters they would need to create. Tight-fisted uh, shit. Yeah, so basically they did it to save money. But they had a relatively large budget yeah. for a film back well, then. Well, that, that seems to be the case. I mean, I can't guarantee that um, that was... The actual budget, but and it's based on the toys, not the cartoon. I mean, we can tell that anyway just from watching it. Um, Skeletor hasn't got a purple cape, yeah, or a yellow face, right. <laughs> or Angelina Jolie tattoos. Um, he's doing badly these days. I mean, uh, these little leg pose. <laughs> um, I actually put a picture up on Facebook of uh, Skeletor's face superimposed onto Angelina Jolie's body <laughs> doing the leg pose. Um, I thought, always oh, let himself go since the 80s. Um, but um, yeah, he's, if, he's the not thing not is, real. no, I know. Neither's Angelina Jolie. No, <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's very real. Yeah. <laughs> um, you say that like you've met her intimately. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, you're yeah, always, no. seen. She, she is very real. Also, all you have to do is watch Gia. Oh no, you have shown me a bit. Do, of do we have to? Well, I've heard it's not a very good film. I don't, I don't know if it's a good film or not. <laughs> you don't I, need to watch. G, I much like him. I've only watched about five minutes. Yeah, there's videos. The best yeah. bits are on the internet. Just yeah. type it in. The best bits. <laughs> in more ways than one. Or? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I think even me saying about the the He-Man defeated early on. I mean, they could have easily done a siege film, ninety minutes of the film set in and around Grayskull. You know, uh, used a couple of corridors. I mean, look at what uh, George Romero did with a pittance budget for Day of the Dead. Mm. Set it in a mine. You know, I mean, Grayskull's going to have, like, dungeons and stuff. I mean, we've played the video game. We know what Grayskull yeah. looks like underneath. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you do something like that, and, you know, you don't need to spend much on, on sets. You just need to use different camera angles. <laughs> yeah, do what Monty Python did in the Holy Grail. I mean, they used... Oh, yeah, one castle for three. Uh, uh, yeah, they used one castle. It played three and they, they used three castles overall and they didn't go in all of them and one place had a window up and they put a board up and it's actually a corridor and they put some fake stairs in and yeah doesn't cost much if um i think that was the problem and there the, was one which was only a model yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a silly place we'll have to cover that at some point as yeah, well yeah, we, yeah. we can't not do the uh, monty python films well t- at least two of them yeah uh, yeah um 
So, um, I've got some general notes. Uh, Orko uh, wasn't in this film, replaced by Gwildor, the little dwarf man, or midget wasn't man. Battle Cat, whatever his name Battle Cat was in the um, cartoon, and he was a toy as well, but I think uh, it would have cost too much for them to <laughs> include Battle Cat in this, so that's why it just well, they feels... They made a great big flying dog in The NeverEnding Story. Yeah. I've Jim never Henson. seen that film, you know. Is it Jim uh, Henson, Jim NeverEnding Story? Oh, there you go. Oh, if you got Jim yeah. Henson, you sorted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looks that reminds ex- me we still need to watch Animal Farm. Uh, my other note is it looks expensive and yet at the same time incredibly cheap. No, it looks incredibly cheap. Well, the the the, the grey set, the, the grey school bit, yeah. yeah, the big set that looked good. But the rest of it, no, cheap. Yeah, <laughs> that's no force field. It's all set in. in. That's that's a that's light, light with some, with dry some ice. steam coming up from yeah. underneath. Yeah, <laughs> um, I that's actually, a lot like the scanner at the beginning of Aliens, mm. which was just like. A laser light with smoke going in yeah. front of it to make it look. I mean, fancy. why why do I get the impression as well with this film? Because a lot of it seems to be set at night. So why do I get the impression that all the suburban stuff they can only get a permit to shoot after like nine <laughs> o'clock in the evening? Wouldn't surprise me. At yeah, all. it's like it seemed to be that every single shot was in the evening. Yeah, uh, Led Zeppelin um, in the uh, from the album Presence in the evening. Uh, I think it's Presence anyway. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> is there an Alan Rickman plummet? Yes. yes, there is a Skeletor plummet. Not a very good doing. one, but it, it's. I, I think the the benchmark of any film is that if it's got an Alan Rickman plummet or Alan Rickman style plummet, we're talking uh, the Die Hard uh, style plummet here, um, then the film has some redeeming factor in the fact that there's a, an Alan Rickman plummet. Not a great a one in Robocop. Yep, there's one in Robocop with his long arms. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the the best one is still in Harry Potter when it's. An Alan Rickman style death at the hands, hands of, of Alan, Alan Rickman. Rickman. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like they knew what they were doing with that one. You know what? I actually geeked out at that. I <laughs> I've never read the Harry Potter books, but I was like, it's an Alan Rickman plummet at the hands of Alan Rickman. And Liz said, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I think so, when, when we had the, the Harry Potter marathon, that was the first thing I spotted. Yeah. I thought, is that nice? It's like when you get to Deathly Hallows Part 2. Uh, Alan Rickman is in like the first two minutes. He swells his cape. That should be end credits. Yeah, that, that's an Oscar right there. That should be it. <laughs> Alan Rickman's moment there. I mean, okay, That's you, a standing ovation. You do get his death scene later on. but right, but I'm glad he didn't go out like a punk. No, no. He got, like, he got quite properly mauled by a fucking yeah. whatever type of snake it was. And uh, the end as well, I mean, they'll put a quote in here. Basically, they go back, they put her back in time far enough so that her parents aren't dead. <laughs> yeah, so you uh, already ruined that at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, we, sh- we should explain that the, the plot line is Court- Courtney Cox's parents are dead in a tragic smelting accident. No, that's something else. Um, they're dead. Plane crash. Was it a plane crash? Yeah. yeah. So um, she begs them not to get She begs them not to go. And she runs away with their tickets and yeah. fucks. I'd, I always it'd be quite funny irony. They go, well, it's a good job we bought spares, wasn't that's it? My, that's my that's my line. <laughs> cut back. She goes, yes, I've got the tickets. I ripped them up. They're not going. And then they <coughs> cut back to them, and they go, she didn't realise we had spare tickets. <laughs> Those are for the grandparents. We've got ours right here. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> Um, oh, no. So I just thought that was quite funny. Um, oh. I'll come back to. I've got one more point to raise right at the end when we do our ratings. But uh, soundtrack by Bill Conti. It's fucking shit. It was stealing bits from <laughs> oh. everything else, wasn't it? It was like a lot of it sounded like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars uh, Spaceballs was the, yes. the other one I got from it, um, which it was is, just... in itself is spoofing other yeah. sci-fi films. <laughs> it was so... just generally over dramatic where yeah. it didn't need to be. Yeah, and the only bit Quite that was frankly. any good was the sound that the um, the cosmic key makes. Mm. Yeah, that, that I can agree with bit. that. Yeah, but the actual orchestra bit was no. Oh, over the top. I may as well have just got. John Williams to no, they may as well just taken the the Star Wars scores and just shoved them in and been done with it. Yeah, uh, uh, Bill Conti uh, is actually famous. He looks like Frank Langella. What a name! Oh right, Conte. so it's it's weird. He looks a bit like Frank Langella. Oh. Uh, he's most famous for the Rocky soundtracks. Oh. He came up with. Really not a very good piece of music. It's, it's iconic. Billions, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so iconic. So I'll it to uh, 118. Laugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's probably made a load of money. And uh, the soundtrack for James Bond for Your Eyes Only. Uh, oh. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, uh, your Eyes stuff, Only, but... James. Oh, my God, she's a man! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to, to oh, wrap up quickly as well. So... Uh, if you want the pinnacle in He-Man Goes to Earth 
Actually, it's not even He-Man Goes to Earth, but if you want the pinnacle in uh, He-Man Universe Goes to Earth, is uh, He-Man, uh, the, the Christmas uh, film. Uh, God, I can't remember what it's called. Is it gone? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Um, I'll find it. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, what did you do today? Um, Apart from come and see me at work. I bought... Um, there we go. He's found it. I had, I had, I had Frey Bentos pie for lunch. Oh, it's so obvious. The He-Man She-Ra Christmas special. Oh, <laughs> of course. Which is um, a firm Christmas favourite of mine from uh, the, the days of old. Um, where Orko accidentally lands on planet Earth. Uh, he meets two children, Alicia and Manuel. <laughs> who explained to him... <laughs> Who explained to him the concept of Christmas? Are Back they up, brother and sister? I think so, yeah. That's the most ridiculous yeah. pairing of names. They, they were going for non-specific... Uh, Alicia is a little blonde white girl, so... I is don't know. Um, Manuel, is he slightly more darker coloured? So? <laughs> I can't remember, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, the back cover does have a picture of He-Man with his hands on the hips, sort of going, I'm Batman! <laughs> Um, yes, it does. Yeah, or, or in his case, I'm He-Man. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think we should cover this at some point, not on the movie review, just cover it generally. Sort of do another sort of podcast thing, maybe do a, a special spoke, uh, Stoats Tale on it. Sorry, I but um, maybe closer to Christmas. But um, it is possibly the best He-Man episode you can ever want to watch. It combines the villains from She-Ra and from He-Man mm-hmm. and amalgamates them. Into uh, one single story. <laughs> what a word! Yeah, and um, it's it's really good because I mean I think Shira got the best villains because the evil horde are fantastic. They're mm. sinister and evil, but they're in Shira. No, um, and Skeletor is actually this is the point where Skeletor becomes a comedic character. Oh right. Okay. Um, but uh, the, the the best line in it is uh, they say to Skeletor basically he can learn the the meaning of Christmas and he goes I don't want to do that I want to be evil <laughs> so I stole that for Trent Sanders. I was say, I wonder where that line came yeah. from <laughs> um, basically you sen- again, I'll punch you in the bollocks because you're really starting to annoy me a little bit what's that I missed that I'll what? threaten him if he hiccups again I'm going oh, to punch right. him in his bollocks and it seems to have worked so yeah. <laughs> I'm cured <laughs> Give you a quid. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> nearly, nearly. Uh, so, on a, a scale of one to ten orcos, uh, how would you rate this I film? Remember, I think I said two. Two. Um, do you know, can I, can you I can't, go even lower than my no, original estimate? you can go as low as one. I can't go to zero? No. Oh, one then. One, okay. So, one. that's an, uh, an amalgamated score of three. <laughs> uh, and I will give it a three. So, six, so oh! divided by three, is a two overall. Uh, out of ten, Orcos. Uh, so it's it's not brilliant. No. I I think if you're going to watch anything He-Man related, go for the cartoon. Uh, either the original '80s version, in particular the Christmas special, uh, or if you want something that's a bit more story based and a bit more action oriented and better animated, go for the 2002 reboot. Lasted for 39 episodes, um, but. Um, didn't uh, didn't do particularly well. It's quite good though for for the time it lasted. They tried to reboot it in season two and bring in the snake uh, snake men, but no. Got thirteen episodes and then they canned it. Oh dear. But, uh, there we are. What a shame. So yes. What um, a shit. So next week we'll be covering uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Yay. the the original from uh, nineteen ninety, I think. No, it can't be that. Uh, like, I remember going to the cinema sure, to see it. Sure, it was it. the 80s, that No, one, no, no, it's got to be like 91, 92. Let's have it. Well, this one says 93, but I'm sure this film came out in 1990, I'm pretty certain. IMDB is my friend. Um, but anyway, I'm already the... on it. Okay, then tell us. No, I mean, I'm already looking, but I haven't found it yet. <sighs> So, uh, yeah, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, featuring Jim Henson animated uh, Ninja Turtles. And um, uh, it's the, the tagline is, these turtles are real. Yeah. Uh, All I remember about 1990. It. Yeah, I told oh, yeah. you, 1990, yeah. Because wow. I'm sure the sequel came out in about 93, 92, 93. So. And then it was 96, I think, for Ninja Turtles 3, when they go back to... Uh, Go back to like feudal Japan. That that shocks me that it was ninety ninety six was that late for. <clears throat> ninety one was for number two. Ninety one for number two. Oh, for 
So it says 1992 copyright on the DVD, but I don't think it was 92 that the, the third one came out. It was a while after. Because the, uh, the budget had gone down and the animation on the turtles. The was it 93? Wow. Uh, and then obviously TMNT came out. That wasn't came out in like 2006 or 2007 but it's when our cinema opened it was the first film I saw at the Apollo Cinema in Redditch oh, lovely. so there we go so yes next week Ninja Turtles uh, the original 1990 film I can say that with confidence now <laughs> and um, so we were six at the peak of our uh, cowbunga phase yeah man uh, so we'll be covering that next week and uh, I think Ant wants to do the Power Rangers movie at some point soon as well so we're going through the kiddie fair at the moment uh, we may go to some more um, big 80s action films Adults at some point yeah orientated uh, what have we got on the list uh, Mad Max 2 I haven't seen Mad Max 1 for a very very long yeah. time I've never seen Mad Max um, Under Siege I think we might yeah, have to do that very soon yeah. it's Die Hard on a Boat brilliant and Gary Busey's in it as is Tommy Lee. Yeah. They have a hissy knife fight at the end. <laughs> I've brilliant. just found out, sorry yeah. to interrupt. There's a, a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series out at the moment. Yeah. That's only had a pirate with uh, Sean Austin playing Raphael. Okay. Sorry, I just thought, I, I thought that might have had a bit more of an impact than that. No, not this week, because this um, week we're talking about He-Man. Next week, Ninja Turtles. Mars in it as well. Yeah, but what isn't he in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a voice. Oh, he's a black man. I didn't know that. Well, of course he's a <laughs> Oh, yeah. Anyway, we'll um, leave Anthony's... He's uh, also in Pulp Fiction. Yes, yeah, he's Disney have his... Yeah, he's, uh, he's Marvin. Marvin, ah. yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll wrap it up. Thank you for listening, if you have been. We'll be back with uh, another cult classic next week, possibly. Uh, if not, then it may be a regular episode, because we've got some um, big films coming at the cinema, and we haven't really... <laughs> what? It's all that on the name. What, Hoon Lee? Oh, right. And, um, you racist. Um, That's his name! I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> you I'm rebel just, scum. I haven't said anything racist uh, at all. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we may do a regular episode because there are a lot of films coming up in the next few weeks that I'm going to go and see. Men in Black 3, uh, Prometheus, amongst oh, two. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you about Prometheus. Yeah, Prometheus, I'll discuss that in a bit. Yeah. But, um, so, uh, yeah, thank you for listening and goodbye. This has been a Random Stoke production. Please visit www.randomstoke.com for more.